When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Gopher Sports Network, from Learfield, this is Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson. Brought to you by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Now, Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson. Here are your hosts, Justin Gard and the voice of the Gophers, Mike Grimm. Welcome to another edition of Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson, Mike Grimm, and Justin Gard with you, the head coach Ben Johnson along as well, as we are a day away now from Minnesota and Penn State. First of all, uh, we had Spencer last week in for you, Gardsy. It was not COVID-related that we didn't know, and then as it turned out, it was a good thing Spencer ended up on the show as, uh, you know, you had to uh, stay home now for a week or two and... Man. It was in solidarity with Gopher basketball, um, but I was yeah. doing it ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, somebody did actually blame me for the COVID breakout on the Gophers when I tweeted about that on Sunday. So I haven't been around the men's program at all. Women's program, smooth sailing so far, knock on wood. But yeah, I missed it. It was a good show. Anytime you can get Spencer involved, it's good. And really, the only uh, issue, I sound like Tom Izzo here with my voice. That was really the only issue that I had <laughs> COVID related. So it was... It was a bummer, man. It was a bummer, as I know uh, Ben can attest to when you, when, when you got to miss stuff yeah. that you like and, and, and go in and out. But I, I appreciate Spencer having my back last week, even before we knew I had COVID. And, and, you know, millions of Gopher fans are hoping you were okay. Did you did you battle through it all right? How were the symptoms? I felt the love. Yeah, I felt the, the love and support of Gopher Nation. Yeah, there's yeah. no question that got me through. As I'm sitting in my house feeling fantastic, wondering, like, man. what is what are my symptoms here? Yelling at my children, basically, was the only symptom of COVID-19. But appreciate everybody that reached out. 
and uh, I'm doing great, doing fine. Still can't talk very well, but I'm doing all right. I've got you more as Bruce Weber as opposed to Tom Izzo with the voice. A little think. higher. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little, little, higher. little higher. I think it's more of uh, the former uh, Illinois coach now at K-State. Coach Johnson, good to see you. Good to see you guys. And and luckily you're in in good health, right? Knock on wood here as the yeah. uh, as uh, you guys are, uh, you know, trying to stave off some stuff. You were uh, out a couple of guys on Sunday uh because of uh because of the bug and uh, kind of take us through how that uh, all unfolded. I know it was uh, late in the week and uh Sunday game and Saturday got to be pretty hectic as you guys were trying to uh plan and find out if the game was even going to happen. Yeah, no it did. It um you know, coincidentally, obviously, we we're coming off our five-day road trip, so you know the the chances were probably high if one person got it during that time. That just because of you know our travel arrangements, that it was going to kind of trickle down. So um, you know, you kind of brace for it. You got a, a feeling that you know it's going to, in in some way, shape, or form, affect the program. Um, and then the guys just did a good job of you know once we. Figured out, you know, who was good and, and who wasn't. We just kind of planned and moved accordingly. And how do you plan then after that? You know, you, you basically got the minimum number of players. Um, we're going to talk about that as we go along for the Iowa game. So, and then you, you also lose a couple of coaches. I mean, we joked a couple of weeks ago, Ben, about how many you'd have to be down before Mike Grimm came down from the rafters. Chris Hockey's in Florida, so he's no help. He can't even help you against the Hawks. So how does that kind of move from there once you get the official number that, all right, here's what we got and here's how we can roll? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that you have to figure out is just with the lineups. You know, what, you know, the hard part about that game was, you know, you're already out Eric and now you're out Danny. So you really have one true five and one guy that has played it defensively and offensively all year. And, you know, I knew that meant we we're going to play Trayton. Um, and that means we're going to probably end up doing, you know, one of our two zones. Um, but, you know, going into it, you're going, okay, you know, if e, if CD gets in foul trouble, you know, what are we, how are we going to play? You're going to move Jamo to the five. You're going to try and play Trayton and look to post up. Like, what are you going to do? Um, so those are kind of the things that, that you're more consumed with as a coach is just rotations. And, all right, you're going to have some funky lineups in there that maybe haven't played together. What are you going to run offensively? You know, what are we going to do defensive matchup wise? Um, you know, stuff like that. And then from a coaching standpoint, you were down to, to two, I guess what you'd say are full-time coaches in terms of, of on the bench with, with, with you and uh, Coach Jenkins. And um, now as you move forward, what is the process? Can, can, uh, can the other two coaches kind of work from home? Because I don't know a lot of people when they follow it, like, like now is when a lot of the assistant coaching work happens, right, in terms of scouting for Penn State and maybe even looking ahead to Rutgers. So how does that all unfold as this week unfolds? Yeah, the good thing is you're actually able to now uh, – you know, kind of move people up. So, you know, we'll, we'll do some stuff with, um, you know, Josh Adell, who, who's our uh, video guy who does a great job with, you know, a lot of our, our game prep, our two video guys kind of split that stuff. So it's good to have him here. Um, you know, we met this morning and, and, you know, me, him, Marcus, and the rest of our staff, you know, got together and, and talked about, you know, Penn state and the game plan and, and kind of what we want to do. So, you know, really lead on those, those video guys. Um, but again, this is, this is something that they do anyway. So it really doesn't impact you as much, um, you know, puts a little bit more work on the one guy that's here because, you know, he could potentially do, you know, kind of have back-to-back scouts and, you know, everybody kind of steps up their game a little bit and their film watch and, and gets with guys a little bit more. Um, 
But other than that, you know, you're more worried about, okay, the players, like, what are we going to do? The guys that, you know, got to go out there and perform. How can we put them in a position to be successful on both sides of the ball? So what do you think, you know, kind of clicked in that last nine minutes against Iowa? Because we got the news that morning. You guys look like a traveling basketball team you know, on, on day three with the warmups, right? Because there's basically like seven guys out there. You're hoping everybody brought their jerseys. You know, I think Ryan James had that tweet, which I thought was brilliant because it, it's not funny, obviously, but that's, you know, to have some levity, that's the situation that you're in. So how do you feel like, you know, what clicked there at that nine minute mark or so when you guys made a hell of a game out of it? Well, it was interesting. Um, you know, even in, in the second half during every timeout, um, I just kept saying, you know, we're going to have a window here where we're going to have an opportunity to, to, to make a run at it. You know, I didn't know when it was going to happen, but we just, we talked about that repeatedly. And, and I think our guys also felt that for whatever reason, because the, the energy and the timeouts and the talk was really good. And I just said, when we get that window, you're going to have to capitalize because it's only going to be a one, a one-time deal. And, um, you know, it, it was just kind of a weird combination of, you know, we had some live bodies in there, some or some energy. We had we went to our zone, which um, a little bit to my surprise, kind of kind of froze them offensively. And and you know, we got a couple breaks with some free throws. Um, the crowd was really good and got into the game and made it made a huge difference. Um, but I thought you know our our zone really it really messed up their continuity offensively and um, you know allowed us to get back into the game and and then we made some shots. I thought EJ was really good, yep. you know, creating offense and getting downhill. We wanted to do a lot of ball screens with Bohannon in there um, and their bigs. Uh, you know, JMO freed up one time for a, for a three. I thought Peyton was getting downhill, so uh, the energy defensively turned into to good offense. And you had uh, a couple of situations. So you had um, uh, Jamison hit the three that knocked it down to three, um, which which followed what I thought was a big shot for Iowa because Patrick McCaffrey gotten into the lane, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 feet, kind of had guys hovering around him. Looked like he was going to maybe get three seconds in the lane. Had to be a second off of that. And then somehow, uh, after all that, uh, ended up getting a free look and hit, hit like a 10-footer. But then Jamison comes down and hits the big three, and all of a sudden, it, hey, you're back in it. It's three. And then, man, Keegan Murray, uh, you know, when you're the leading scorer in the country, he comes down, and, and um, I wouldn't say it was the dagger-dagger, but that was, a, that was a big shot. I mean, that was a heck of a sequence of, of basketball there. And then Peyton, uh, you know, had a dunk attempt, which uh, I know, look, I, I, I think if you, if you can throw one down like that, you throw one down, he was going in fast. I don't know what's your philosophy on a, as a coach. Would you prefer him to square up and, and, and lay that baby in? I don't know. <laughs> Um, easy for us to discuss it now in the heat of the moment. Right. He wanted to get it down. But anyway, it was a crazy stretch of hoops right there. No, it was in, in the, the Murray three at the top of the key. I mean, that was kind of a broken play type of deal. And it was a late shot clock. And he does what, you know, a big time player and, and pro does. You know, when when it's late game and the ball's in your hands, you, you find a way to deliver. And um, obviously it was a huge shot by him. Um, but that was the one that kind of, it took the air out a little bit because it, it went from a one possession game and it stretched it to two. I think then they're up six. Um, and so, you know, that you're really, your back's against the wall big time when that went in. And, and But I did, I, I thought our guys, you know, Peyton had a great job, was at the rim. Um, you know, we had a couple other good looks that uh, if that falls and all of a sudden becomes a two point game where you get it, uh, you know, to even tied, I think it, you know, it becomes a whole different ball game. So what's the key now to keep guys' spirits? Because you've lost a couple of heartbreakers. I mean, I know we'll talk about Michigan State, too. Um, 
which was another game down to the wire. Great effort by the team. So how do you kind of keep guys' morale going, especially with the uncertainty of not knowing who might be available here on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I think because they know we're so close to breaking through um, and that we have played pretty good basketball, I think, um, you know, that's been a part that that hasn't been hard and, and won't be hard. Um, I think they see the big picture. Um, we got some mature guys that understand it, that know, you know, we've done a lot of good things. We just haven't closed. And so um, I do think they're just they're more itching to get the win. It'd be different if we were losing, you know, by 20, 15 and there's kind of no hope that, you know, you got to really definitely keep the morale up. But because I think they know that that, man, we've had a couple opportunities here late where we, we just haven't been able to get the job done on our end. Um, you know, really means them, leads them to be thirsty to, to, to finish the deal. Well, how much does it help that you've done that earlier in the year already where you have had those breakthroughs where it's not like you're, you're asking them to do something that they've never done or see something that they've never seen before. How important was it to have that in your back pocket too? No, definitely. And I think that's why, you know, I'm so happy with all the ways we won beginning of the year is because those guys can look, we can all look back on that. And and to your point, say that, look, we've done this before. You know, we've been here before. We know how to win. We know how to close. And, and I really believe that, you know, one of these wins coming up will turn into a snowball effect. It's, It's just, the captain, you know, momentum, it just kind of works that way. And, um, you know, I think our guys feel that too. All right, let's take our first break here. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk about the game from over the weekend. It's Minnesota and Penn State coming up tomorrow night. That's a 5 o'clock pregame show, 530 here on the Gopher Radio Network. We want to thank Sunbelt Business Advisors for sponsoring our program. They should be on your team roster if you're buying or selling a business. And there's never been a better time to sell than right now. Get your Sunbelt, no-cost, confidential business value Evaluation today, visit sunbeltminnesota.com. That's sunbeltminnesota.com. Stay with us. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson from Learfield. When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. Visit the University of Minnesota bookstores and discover the area's largest selection of U of M and Golden Gopher apparel and novelties for fans of all ages. From the latest fashions to traditional favorites, the University of Minnesota bookstore is your one-stop shop. See what's in store for you. Visit the University of Minnesota bookstore at Kauffman Memorial Union in the heart of the U of M campus or shop online at bookstores.umn.edu. And never miss a sale. Subscribe to the Gopher fan favorites email list. You'll be glad you did. No matter what kind of vehicle you're looking for, your Northland Ford dealers have you covered with exclusive offers on top-notch cars, trucks, and SUVs for every kind of lifestyle. Like the Ford F-150, a beast with brains that makes even the toughest tasks look easy. Or the Ford Explore and Escape, SUVs that the whole family can appreciate. Plus, the Ford Bronco Sport, an SUV built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Visit your Northland Ford dealers today to find a great deal on the perfect one for you. 
Midland Hills Country Club is well known as one of the finest golf clubs in the Twin Cities. The club has totally renovated its classic Seth Rayner design course back to its original design. Enjoy a meticulously maintained course and experience what Midland Hills Country Club has to offer. Midland Hills is conveniently located in Roseville, just 10 minutes from either downtown. A limited number of memberships are available. The club offers a great golfing experience and a comfortable social atmosphere. Visit MidlandHillsCC.org. You can guarantee yourself a Minnesota maroon and gold win when you sell your business with Sunbelt Business Advisors. Sunbelt is a local, alumni-owned company and proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. Sunbelt provides business owner brokerage services to small businesses, as well as mergers and acquisition services for companies up to $150 million in revenue. Are you thinking about selling? Sunbelt can help you make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com for free confidential value range. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. sunbeltminnesota.com Abbott, a longtime supporter of Gopher Athletics, is pleased to bring to Gopher fans the Gopher Scoreboard of Excellence. Head to gophersports.com, and in the lower right-hand corner of the home screen, you'll find a link that will take you directly to the Scoreboard of Excellence. Find updated student-athlete, academic, and athletic achievements, and so much more. The Gopher Scoreboard of Excellence, brought to you exclusively by Abbott, unlocking the potential in all of us. How do you treat cancer? At M Health Fairview, we know that treating cancer starts with caring for you. So we care with everything we've got. We care with our drive, our passion from losing people we love, and relentless optimism in the face of uncertainty. Because at M Health Fairview, we don't just treat cancer, we treat you. Hey, sports fans, there's no better way to cheer on the Gopher men's basketball team than from a barn loft suite at Williams Arena. On sale now. Make it a corporate event. Bring family or friends. Host a birthday party. Try a single-game Golden Gopher men's basketball barn loft suite with a great view of the floor. Don't miss out. Call Danielle Bloom, Director of Suite Sales, at 612-626-1064. Go Gophers! Local Minneapolis ticket seller Ticket King offers those hard-to-get tickets for events all over. Purchase tickets with confidence for your favorite local sports teams, concerts, and theater performances. Visit TicketKingOnline.com yourself and see how easy it is to purchase tickets to your favorite events both locally and across the country. Ticket King is your 100% guaranteed source for tickets and no surprise fees. Ticket King. If it's here, we're the ticket. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics.
Welcome back. Segment two, it's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson, Mike Rim, and Justin Gard, along with the head coach, Ben Johnson. Our show, as always, presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Um, wrapping up that Sunday game against Iowa, you had mentioned a couple of times now during the timeout that the guys, uh, you know, had that uh, had that thought that at some point the run would come, that they would get there, uh, that they would try to stay in it. And and I, I want to ask you, I guess, just a general question, and maybe people will consider this a bit of a softball or a t-ball question, but as that's happening, because there are there have been times in the past, not just at Minnesota but other places. You're down 23, and it's against a pretty good team that likes to run a gun. That can get to 33 or stay at 23, and it's just kind of a you know a sleepwalk to the end. What about this team uh, ha- has been the factor that yeah we're not going to settle here to lose by 23? Doesn't mean that at some point it it might go haywire, but that they have that belief. Yeah, no, it could have easily gone the other way. Um... No, I do. I, I firmly believe that they they knew at some point we were going to have that window where we we're going to be able to break through, and um, and everybody felt that in these timeouts. So I never I never sensed a panic. I never sensed guys' heads down. Um, I, I sensed it was like a weird uh, confidence level, and um, I, I think with this team it does. It takes you know one or two uh, made shots. It takes a couple stops. Um, just to kind of flip that energy, and uh, and we we've proven we can we can get back in games. Um, and so again, whether it was previously in the year um, or just us always talking about it, I do believe that there was a, a belief that like you know what, we obviously never quit. Uh, we're going to play for the forty minutes, but when we get an opportunity, we just need one of these shots to drop to kind of give us that energy that lift that we need and and get a couple stops and and we'll be able to make a move. How much time do you spend on your zone defense? Like I know it's it's not like you just put it in on Friday or anything like that, but that's not that's not typically what you guys are going to be doing. So how often when is that introduced? How often are you tinkering with it? How often are you exploring that? Because I watched, I looked, I go, oh, they're playing zone. That's interesting, but it makes sense. <laughs> you know, honestly, guys, I know we hadn't worked on our two in probably a month and a half. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, and I think sometimes it's it's one of those deals where like when you do something that you never work on that's just different. Fresh. It's just yeah. It just guys are like okay yeah let's do it and it's just like energy instant you know. Uh, we'd actually worked on one three one and we were planning on playing more one three one and then that wasn't working. I didn't like the way it looked in the first half, and um, you know I was just one of those where I didn't even know I was going to do it. We just we came down and I just said you know what screw it too, and we got into our zone and it just it worked. Um, so I, yeah, I, that's, that's one of those things in coaching that. Um, it just always seems to be that way. When you throw something new in there, it just it energizes guys and it gets guys to, to mentally lock in. And I do. I think it's because it is that curveball. Um, and they they did a great job, you know, working our two and and covering ground and making sure we, you know, knew where Bohannon was and didn't get right. sucked in by high post catches and and it worked. On the flip side, offensively, if you're watching Tate, the assistant's got the scout, and this team hasn't played zone since 2019. Yeah, you know, they're not they're not running through it either, right? Or they're they're at the end of it, go yeah, and they might go two three. So here's what we'll do: we'll run X against that, yeah. and then they yeah. get on the bus and go right. So because you you could tell it definitely did screech them a little bit, and they weren't sure exactly what to do. Yeah, no, it didn't. It, and then uh, you know, a team like you know Wisconsin and Iowa that that you know kind of runs pattern offense or can run it like a motion style. You always worry about zoning because you figure. Right, they'll just run their man stuff and they're a really good passing team. They got good size and length. And you just, you just feel like the floors just open. And then when you got Bohannon that will shoot it from anywhere, 
yeah. it really extends your your zone. So it's just you're really apprehensive. But um, you know, zones are funky like that. Like I don't care if you're a good shooting team or not, or good passing team or not. If if you have a couple of possessions where you feel funky, um, it, it, everyone gets that kind of weird feeling, and then it just takes that you know that couple second guesses or that that tight shot. You know, and then all of a sudden the staff's getting a little bit tight and they can feel the lead shrink. And I thought the crowd did a great job getting back into the game. And it just threw them off rhythm and off sync. And, um, you know, I'm glad uh, I'm glad our guys were able to feel that because now we can we can go back to it. And again, it's something that you learn from a loss. It's like our, our two can be really good. And you've seen it against a good team that can space you. You know, we need to be able to, to use that more as the as the year goes on. And that needs to be something that we kind of build upon. Garzi, I think we uh, Coach Johnson just made his first rookie mistake all year. Coach, you got to take credit for that. You can't just say it was kind of happenstance. Like, <laughs> like in year two, you'll be yeah. You know, we scouted this thing hard. We thought the yeah. zone would work. Yeah, we worked all week yeah. on it. You know, uh, yeah. We, you know, it, uh, <laughs> humility. Is, you got to you, you got to be humble. Like thirty years into it. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So you, t- you take credit for you know <laughs> hard scouting. You worked all week on the zone. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Not you had you had guys know exactly where they were supposed to be. Right. There you go. Well, I got one other coaching question to ask, though, because I was, you know, typically when I was watching the game, I, someone hit a three at like the 805 mark, and you guys are rolling at that point. And there's that coaching conundrum of do you call a timeout to to stop your own run in a sense? But then I thought about it. It's like, oh, he's given his guys like nine minutes of rest here, right? So how long had you how long had you had that planned right before oh. the eight minute media timeout? Because like. On my side, and did you second guess it at all because you guys were rolling a little bit and you just made a big shot? Like sometimes stopping your own momentum is, you know, is not something you want to do as well. Yeah, no, that that was that was predetermined, um, and I was going to do that whether we were rolling or not. I thought, you know, for us, you know, we need to have legs for and sure. energy, and so for me, that was like mine. This is a way where you can call it and you can you can just maximize guys' breaks. And be able to have that mental break where you can talk about, all right, situational stuff. You can also get them to regroup. You know, sometimes when you're rolling, you know, guys can fall into the trap of like, I'm going to take the next shot because, you know, the, the, the crowd is buzzing yeah. and we're feeling it. And that one could be the one that that is contested and all of a sudden it eliminates your run. So you almost want to refocus your guys too and say, look, if we keep doing what we're doing and, and be selective offensively, we're going to keep climbing back into this game just as a reminder. And then you also talk about just defensively, you know, we needed to continue to do a great job rebounding. And, and I needed to talk about where Bohannon was because I'd been a little bit worried that he was getting lifted up the floor and we weren't seeing him. Um, so, no, that was 100% predetermined. And I think going into the game, there are a couple of stops where I knew I was going to try to, whether it was subbing, you know, get one of the guys in before the media so he gets that extended break or you know if the if the the play went past the media we know we I had a couple guys I knew I wanted to foul just so we knew we could get to the media and there wasn't that extra minute and a half that that extended that that kind of four minute run so you know all that stuff was definitely predetermined well if I remember right after the timeout they turned it over right away and then it went right back to timeout so you're probably thinking again I'm a genius in this (laughs) that's exactly what I wanted to do you get get the big three you get the turnover you guys sat for six minutes like let's go right I mean that's as good as it can work out in that situation (laughs) it worked out you look you look pretty savvy when you know that something like that happens right uh yeah no I, I just think um as a coach, you, you know you have the timeouts and you always, you're greedy, you always want to keep them because you just never know, late game, oh, we're going to need them. But then at the same time, it's like if you don't use them strategically, it might not get to late game. Um, so it's kind of having that balance. And I, like I said, we, we thankfully we still had ours. So 
uh, we definitely need, knew in that game we needed to use him. I want to ask you about Trayton Thompson and his performance. He gave you eight points in 11 minutes. Um, thought he looked kind of gritty, too. I mean, I know that's kind of what your your hope is, is that, that this team takes on that gritty, tough personality, and we've seen that. Um, what did you see from him? And um, I, I know you and I talked before the game that, you know, guys are asking that, hey, what can I do to play a little more? And I guess the answer uh, or the question is, did, is that an effort that can maybe get him a few more minutes, too? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, and I told him in the locker room that, it's because the last month um, on scout team, he's taken it seriously. He hasn't pouted. He hasn't, you know, been the woe is me. Is, is he's come every day on scout team and competed and played hard and, and tried to, to make a difference and kind of use those as, as the game. And, you know, he's got beat up at times, but he just keeps coming back. And I honestly think that that helped him uh, yesterday, you know, the other day perform. And, and be able to, to have energy and be aggressive. And, you know, some of those moves that he made where he's powering through guys, I've been on him, you know, all year about, you've got to play through contact, dude. Like you've got to get used to physicality. Um, he does have good size. He's a, he's a skilled player, but it just takes time, you know? And, and, and he wasn't, I think he meant he wasn't ready, you know, beginning of the year to playing games like that. Um, and then, you know, defensively, you got to figure out, all right, matchup wise, who can he guard? And, and that's the other reason why we ended up going to, to our zone is, you know, you can put him in the middle and, um, and he's got a presence. He's got good size there. Um, but I thought, you know, he was a, the best play was maybe the screen. He set a screen, uh, for Jameson to get open for a three on a play that we drew up. Um, but he, it was a physical screen. I don't think he's doing that even a month ago, like either he'd have been lost in the play and wouldn't have known, or it would have been kind of a, a half screen and the guy would have gotten through, but like he laid wood and he said it. And um, uh, that's the growth that, that you like to see. And it just shows that, you know, when you put in the time and you care, cause the kid does care, um, you know, as you get older and as the season goes on, you start making improvements like that and you start putting yourself in position to play in a competitive game. Yeah, and as a coach, uh, what is maybe the decision, or I don't know if it's a conundrum of, you know, it's a freshman, when do I? when is he ready? Um, when do I say, all right, we got to get him some time, and if he makes a mistake as a coach, sometimes it's hard to live with, but maybe you have to, but not yet to make a mistake, let's wait. And then finally, you know, uh, a set of circumstances dictates it. Maybe, all right, we, we, we have to play him. And all of a sudden, he, you, know, he makes a, you know, he makes a shot and, and sets a screen and, um, you know, all those things. How, as a coach, how does playing time – and a playing time might be the biggest thing for coaches, right, in terms of what you're figuring out all the time, particularly here this year where, where depth is not – you know, it's not a particularly deep team. So kind of walk us through as a head coach and a coaching staff what goes into determining when a guy's ready. Yeah, no, I think so much – of it is 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 gut and it's when the player builds trust like and I remember when I was a player you want to you want to prove you can play in the games well that's not how it works like your trust is built in practice it's not built in the game situation and so what what Trayton's done a good job of is is just that like I said the last month he's built trust of myself staff even his teammates because that's important too like your teammates got to know all right we're throwing this guy in in crunch time or in a, in winning time or in a second half, you know, he's got to be, we've got to believe that he can help us get it done. And, and you've got to build that within that locker room, especially if you're a young guy that's unproven and, and you're playing with veteran guys, like they want to know everybody on the floor understands and gets it and is ready for that moment. Um, so he's done a good job, but I think so much of it for me is gut. I've kind of always been that way. You just got to have a gut feel and, you know, 
sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, but at least if it's your gut and it's what you thought at the moment, you know, you can, you can live with it however it breaks out. But, um, you know, so much of it, again, is just with young guys, it's, it's the time. You know, you got to give these guys time to understand the moment and to be ready um, because that also helps with confidence. It does no good to throw a guy out there, to throw out there, and then they're not ready. And, and, and it, it, that can also shatter their confidence. No doubt. You know, it could crush them. But again, I think he's been through it. He knows it. He's, he's, he's lived it. He's seen it from the bench. You know, he was, he was ready. Well, even looking at some of the huddles, like during free throws and stuff, it looked like he was doing a lot of talking. I don't know if he was asking questions or if he could, one of them, he like brought guys together, which I thought was, it's like, okay, this dude's ready to go. Like yeah. he's, he's telling everybody to get to get, so is he a chatty kid? I mean, is that kind of his personality? Cause, or am I reading too much into that? Cause it really, a lot of times you don't see freshmen talking at all out there. And it seemed like he had no problem fitting in, in that regard. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a great teammate. Um, you know, as a freshman, I don't know how much those guys uh, really listen to the young guys being the older guys, but, you know, he's not afraid to to speak up. He, he's a great teammate. Um, you know, he, he wants to win. Um, he wants to be successful. He wants to help in any way he can. Um, and that's the part that you, that you love. That's the part that, you know, you can tell when a guy has a chance based off just their attitude, how they conduct themselves when times aren't always good. You know, it's easy to to fall into the woe is me or, you know, read into situations. But, you know, to that kid's credit, he's put his head down. He's never questioned. Um, he's had a great attitude every single day. And again, that's the reason why it was successful is because, um, you know, he's he's a focused dude. And and I do think I think your energy on the bench allows you to to come into the game and, and be locked in if you're a bench guy. And I think that's important. If you're sitting there and you're in your own world or you're not connected, you know, all of a sudden now it becomes a surprise when you go into the game. Well, I don't know if you're going to be mentally ready, you know, and, and also a good part is he probably knew at some point he was going to go, he was going to play because of our numbers. And so, you know, for him to be able to stay engaged, um, you know, it, it was a real possibility. So, uh, like I said, credit goes to him uh, for being, for being ready and, um, you know, especially for a young guy. I also got a little kick out of him along those lines. So you had Jamison, who's knocked down four big threes, Willis, who's won games for you on threes, and EJ, who's sitting with 22. And on one of those near the last possession, he's spotting up, clapping for the ball, like, give me the ball, man. I want the ball. So you got you to tip your cap to a guy who's, uh, who's uh, eager to, uh, to contribute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Depending on that, you know, he might have had so much juice, you don't know where that ball would have gone. Yeah, right. But um, no, he's not. He's not a kid that's uh, that's scared of the moment. I mean, he's, that's not his personality, um, which I think you know leads to the success he had. Is I think he's he does get caught up in the moment, and um, you know I don't think he has a ton of fear, um, which is good. And so now the challenge is, can you build on that? You know, does that mean you're going to get you know 11, 12 minutes or whatever it was every game from here on out? You know, no. Does it mean that, you know, you put yourself in position to be thrown in there now with building trust and, and you be able to be productive? Yeah, it does. And so now can you keep that same focus and the same energy? Um, and then when you go out there, can you be, you know, as productive? And again, it doesn't mean he's got to get eight points, you know, especially for these young guys. It's not about, you know, how many points you make. It's not about what you're necessarily doing offensively, but are you are you making winning plays on both sides of the ball. All right, we're due for a break. We'll come back. The stretch four is straight ahead. We'll also have our question of the week. If you have a question for Coach Ben Johnson, go to gophersports.com slash coach. Submit your question. If yours is selected as the question of the week, you'll receive a $25 gift card from our sponsor, the University of Minnesota Bookstore. Stay with us. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson from Learfield.
Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and experiences connect through conversation, and it feels good. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together. Start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Learn more at Cheek and Stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org.
Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Uh oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah, yeah. He's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart, heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson. Grim and Guard with you along with Ben Johnson, the Gopher head coach. Penn State tomorrow, 5 o'clock is the pregame out in Happy Valley. That's 5 o'clock Minnesota time. 5.30 is the tip. It's our University of Minnesota, uh, Minnesota bookstore question for coach. You can ask your question uh, by going to gophersports.com slash coach. And coach, this one comes from Wesley from Sartell. I don't know if this is an inside job or not, but the question is, besides Hunt Conroy, players in previous year had a hard time knocking off the head coach in ping pong. Uh, what's your record in ping pong here in year one? Have you played the guys in ping pong? Uh, I've never played. Never played. All right. Well, no. I wonder He's coaching, if, Mike. Yeah, well, you got to coach. There's no doubt. All right. Well, that that's yeah. the question of the week. So I didn't know maybe – I don't know <laughs> yeah. if, if, if Hunt Conroy uh, disguised himself no, as I've never, I've, I've never been a, uh, a big ping pong guy, you know. Gotcha. Um, Dre, Dre dominates that. That's Really? That's, oh, yeah, that's his – Dre and Josh Adell, but more more Andre. Andre has really taken the lead this year. Yeah. And every waking moment, I feel like he's on there playing somebody. Do you recall Hunt Conroy being some dynamo at, uh, at table don't. tennis? Okay, well. I don't, but gotcha. apparently well, he was. Must have been. Must have yeah, been. Must have value somehow, Mike. That must have been it. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. it. Been it. All right, hey, well, we got the question. Yeah, we got the question of the, uh, of the uh, week out of the way. It's now time for our stretch four, and JG, you have that. Well, this is good because you'll recall my last stretch four. I completely forgot what I wanted to talk about, and then I remembered like 12 hours that was later. A, that, was, that was one of the all-time choke jobs on this show by it was it was a bad miss it was an absolute bad miss by me but uh ben just would had i forgotten this time ben would have reminded me because he was talking about andre hollands and that's what i wanted to ask for people that don't know andre hollands recently proposed to his longtime girlfriend rachel bantam they met obviously back at the u when they were playing he did it at williams arena uh, he did it in surprise fashion i'm curious Proposal at Williams Arena. Good move, bad move, cliche move for two former golfers. Like, where do you stand on that whole thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a little, you know, cliche in a good way. I'll yeah. say this. Uh, she, has her, she has her jersey retired, she right? She does. Now. Yeah, her so banner hangs there. It's a little different, all right? You know, it's a little different, I guess, when you got the you got your banner up there and both played there. Um, but I did, I did give Dre a little bit of like, really dude, like yeah. this, this is now I didn't know this. I guess he had tried to do it. Well, I don't know. I won't give away secrets, but I, I think that was, this was a second attempt at it. That's um, true. Cause of like, there was some, some issues that happened the first time. So I'm just glad he, he was able to land the plane, so to speak and <laughs> knock it out. 
because uh, I know it's been on his mind for a long time. Um, and so it was, it was cool. I, I know Dave, obviously, uh, I've had a great relationship for a long time, even from when I was an assistant here. So uh, it was a good moment for him. I know he's pretty pumped and happy for her as well. Think, yeah, th- he, Garzy, he, think about this real quick. I'm just going to throw this out because uh, we did a little feature on it last week, so I had this written down. That that couple has combined for 4,858 points in maroon and gold. I, I just told him the only pressure he has now is that now at some point we got to have a boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to yeah. give back to the program. Yeah. You know, I see all these other guys like Michigan State now, all the guys that I play with have kids that are all boys. 100%. And it's like, okay, now we got to deal with these layup of recruits that they're going to get. Well, Trevor and Bakwa, you better be working with your son in the backyard. Jeff Hagan, Brent Lawson. Hey. You know, I could keep Aaron, Lil A. We all have you guys Spencer now. Spencer be, now. Yeah, coach them up. Yeah. You better be coaching them up. And so, Dre, it's like, you, what do you have? 5,000 points, did you just say? Just yeah, well, yeah, he yeah. had 1,700. Yeah. She had 3,000 well, points. She, yeah. Oh, she carried the load, without yeah. a doubt. Like, this this guy's the, the, the Robin. But it's like, <laughs> you know, Dre, this is, this is, this is when you rise up, and, and, you know, we need that. We need that. Well, you, you, you look at the, the kids Sunday. I mean, the Murray. Yeah, no, exactly. In the Davis, Johnny Davis at Wisconsin. Like, yeah. when are we getting twins at some yeah. point? Like, somebody. So it'll happen. Twins. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It'll yeah, happen. Twins, brothers, them. cousins. Well, yeah, I mean, even Iowa's got uh, – they've got the other bro- – the head coach's kids, you know. I mean, you got yeah. that, you know. Yeah. I mean, ben, yeah. you better get going on that maybe at some point too, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> the rate I'm at is probably more likely than me. Yeah. yeah. Eventually you got to help your own cause. You can't be relying on everybody else. But you do say with the alumni, you do say – I mean, they're, they're – and you want alumni connected – like you yeah. say, and, and it's great. Like they had a great picture there the other day and, and somebody, somebody tweeted at Damian Johnson saying he looks like everyone's chaperone. Cause he was in kind of the back row, <laughs> like making sure everybody was good. But at some point you say, Hey, those tickets have to have a plus one sometime for like an eight year old. Yeah. You know? hey, I, I, exactly. Right. I tell them all the time, like you're not on scholarship for life. <laughs> this is not how this works. You know, <laughs> at some point you got to find your own way to give back. And so, uh, yeah, no, we'll be waiting. Now like, I'm not going to forget it. We, we know Hagen knows the timetable, right? And uh, we'll there, see. There, there might even be some current uh, uh, possibilities, right, of, of uh, you know, former Gopher kids that uh, maybe are more yeah. immediate, you know? That'd yeah. be nice. Hey, we, 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 we don't discriminate. Yeah, you know? exactly. Keep it in the yeah, family. Right, though, because it is, it is something that's been we, – we, well, yeah. We, and also, we need the parents to put the utmost pressure on. I think we have too much of an understanding parental group that went to the University of Minnesota. And I say this tongue-in-cheek, you know, that we, we let our kids make their own decisions. Well, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't do that at all. You should dictate. They're not doing that at Iowa and Wisconsin. They're, they're, Kenny Murray said, oh, make whatever choice you want, boys. I'll support you whenever you want. No, he said, you're going to play for Iowa. Yeah. Like, don't mess around. You're going to be a Hawkeye. Are you kidding me? That's what you know, they're doing. And, and I'm not a parent, but there's a lot of decisions that I think parents don't allow their kid to make outside of athletics, right? That that they feel like are dumb. Why can't we just like carry it over to a life decision that's actually a pretty big deal? Like, don't just limit to like who you can have in your car, who you're going to drive. Don't go on this vacation. You're not going to spring break. Like all those decisions are important too. Like how about a life one? You can step in, but like, don't be hands off on that one. Yeah. Hey, this is good. I think we've workshopped a good recruiting pitch yeah. for you. Now, yeah. For the rest, yeah. of the, the, especially uh, well, for the Minnesota grads, it's like, no, we can't have an open mind. Don't let them. Don't no, no, that's the exactly for themselves. You know what? Yeah, Come you on. get you get kicked out of the alumni group real quick, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Kick out, yeah, you're not invited to the to the no comeback parties. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. Um, 
So okay, so you're you're kind of on board with the uh, with the proposal, Dre and and Rachel. Yeah, no, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. Maybe they get married at Williams Arena too. I mean, that's I think you can open that up for a venue, Huntington Bank Stadium. You can have weddings there. Maybe they could do it there. What about just in-game proposals in general, like at a game when they put the cam up? See, I wish he would have done that. That Did you know, I mean, that that would have been that would have that would have you know spiced it up a little bit. Oh, that would have been different. That would have spiced it up a little. That would little, have been really different. Or maybe the eight-minute timeout media. I mean, he's not doing much during our timeouts. You could just march <laughs> out there. That would have been, you know, that's some game pressure right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah in front of in, to, in, you, in front of a big you crowd, need a good yeah. spot at the eight-minute mark. Oh, you got some pub on that. Well, there was the uh, the Florida State football player that tried to plan ahead. I think they thought I can't remember who the team was, but it was an FCS team that they were oh, yeah. supposed to beat. And, you know, so you bring the whole family, and he's got the whole thing, and then they lose the game, and he proposes on the field after, and the fan base yeah. just crushes him. <laughs> like, don't, you call, the, don't you call twenty and yeah. audible on that one and yeah. say I can't do this now? We yeah. just had one of the worst losses in program history, and the fans just crushed him. I think you do that post restaurant meal. You yeah. can still do day of, just probably not, not, not in the open right there as the team is celebrating. That's it in the end zone. Is that like Florida A and M or Jacksonville State or somebody yeah. beat him? Right? Yeah, yeah. he's got he's got yeah, on a last second throw and like yeah. a last second hail mary. Like that's yeah. where you got to have a little bit of a feel. That'd be the equivalent of Tanner Morgan doing it after the Bowling Green game, right? He would have gotten they're <laughs> celebrating on field, and Tanner's smart enough. He knows, like, yeah. he waited till bye week. There's no game. Like, yeah. I can do it that way. But I thought that so yeah, the, that see, that's a good for people listening. If you're ever on a staff, that's a good little wrinkle. When you're on staff, do it right there during the games. A dance team right member, there. Utah Jazz, I think. Somebody uh, got Oh, yeah, yeah. I just see the that. whole team was in on it except her. She didn't know the yeah. dance, didn't know the moves. All of a sudden, fiance's there. Great yeah. moment. Great moment in games. That's a missed opportunity for Dre right there. Especially when I told Dre, it's like, you, you probably knew. It wasn't like you were going on a limb. Like, I'm pretty sure you knew she was going to say yes. So, like, the, the risk-reward wasn't that great. Like, you knew it was a layup. So, like, now you can do it confidently. And it, I mean, if she says no, then that's it. You got some major problems yeah. in front yeah. of, like, you know, 10,000 yeah. people. Sheesh. Well, I love how she basically how she slapped him a couple times, which she's like because he scared her in the video. Yeah. That was great. That was yeah. it was good video, good moment. She was, a, yeah, she was uh, chewing him out a little bit there. That's a yeah. it's a good glimpse into his future, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we will, and he uh, went through it. It's yeah, that that's it. for sure, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. It's He's a lovely, committed. lovely couple, absolutely. He's and committed. like I said, all, you know, whatever it was, four thousand, uh, almost five thousand points. All right, guards, good work on the uh, stretch four. You redeemed yourself after uh, you choked it away a couple weeks ago. I'm one and zero. I'm one and zero this week in yes. the stretch four. Now the, on the, to next the, week, the stretch four championship season. That's all right. right. We will take a break. We will wrap it up. We'll take a look at Penn State when we come back. It's Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson from Learfield. You can guarantee yourself a Minnesota maroon and gold win when you sell your business with Sunbelt Business Advisors. Sunbelt is a local, alumni-owned company and proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. Sunbelt provides business owner brokerage services to small businesses, as well as mergers and acquisition services for companies up to $150 million in revenue. Are you thinking about selling? Sunbelt can help you make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com for free confidential value range. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. sunbeltminnesota.com. 
Visit the University of Minnesota bookstores and discover the area's largest selection of U of M and Golden Gopher apparel and novelties for fans of all ages. From the latest fashions to traditional favorites, the University of Minnesota bookstore is your one-stop shop. See what's in store for you. Visit the University of Minnesota bookstore at Kauffman Memorial Union in the heart of the U of M campus or shop online at bookstores.umn.edu. And never miss a sale. Subscribe to the Gopher Fan Favorites email list. You'll be glad you did. No matter what kind of vehicle you're looking for, your Northland Ford dealers have you covered with exclusive offers on top-notch cars, trucks, and SUVs for every kind of lifestyle. Like the Ford F-150, a beast with brains that makes even the toughest tasks look easy. Or the Ford Explore and Escape, SUVs that the whole family can appreciate. Plus, the Ford Bronco Sport, an SUV built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Visit your Northland Ford dealers today to find a great deal on the perfect one for you. When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. 
Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. It's our final segment here. Go for Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson. Spencer Tollickson and I will take air tomorrow from Happy Valley, 5 o'clock Minnesota time. 5.30 is the tip. And uh, let's talk a little bit now about that Penn State Nittany Lion game. Our show is sponsored by Sunbelt Business Advisors. Go to sunbeltminnesota.com. Coach, what can you tell us uh, about Penn State, the Nittany Lions? Tough team. Uh, Mike has done a really good job in, in year one. Um, you know, they've got a, a pretty good uh, roster that he's put together with some returners and some new guys. Um, you know, uh, Jalen Pickett, I believe, uh, from Siena, um, leading scorer in league play. Um, good player. I mean, they've got, you know, John Harar, who you guys might remember from last year, just an enforcer down low. Um, but it's a good team. And, and like I said, he, he does a good job, you know, offensively, defensively. Uh, Penn State's always a tough place to play. Um, and they've, 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 they've got three wins right now. So they're a team that I'm sure confidence wise knows that, um, you know, they could play with, with anybody in our league. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to be ready. We're going to get a, a great shot from them. It's always hard to go on the road. I don't care who you're playing and it'll be two hungry teams trying to get another win. So how do you navigate this week after Iowa with, you know, coaches out, players out, you know, going zone, putting guys in that hadn't gotten a lot of minutes. So what, what does practice look like this week as you try to prepare for that and then travel and everything that goes with it? Yeah, the good thing is once you get into league play, um, you know, I'm pretty, uh, I don't know, superstitious is the right word, but, you know, we, we normally do things the same way every time. So we always have a two-day prep and our two-day prep um, will always look the same. So you're not really adjusting much with what we do prep-wise being two days out. Um, now it's more just having a feel for physically how guys are feeling. You know, is anybody right. extra banged up or is there, are there new injuries that we got to uh, monitor more? Are we getting, are the guys getting in and getting treatment enough? Um, we'll do a ton of walkthroughs, uh, obviously stuff on the court. We'll do, you know, film breakdown, but, you know, we'll, we'll cover, uh, you know, the game obviously. And, and then obviously dive into, into two days at Penn state leading up to, to Wednesday's game. How flexible, too, maybe even on the fly do you have to be knowing, you know, Eric Curry, how's he going to feel? Where's he at? And then with the COVID situation, can guys come back yet? Uh, symptoms, all that stuff. So I suppose there's uh, some flexibility that has to be built in here. Well, definitely. And that, and, and you know, we, we still had one more day of testing. So there's still a chance that, um, you know, guys end up coming up with, with something because there's that five-day window. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot that you uh, – could, could call, you know, variables out there. So I think, it, you know, it's easiest just to you know, figure out what's at hand. What, what do we have right now? Um, you know, Eric will continue to be day-to-day. Um, but, you know, now we've got to focus in on the guys that we know as of right now are going to be uh, moving forward and, and able to play 
you know, on Wednesday and, um, and we'll proceed that way and just really try to have a, a great uh, couple of days of prep. You mentioned Micah Shrewsbury, um, guy, I'm sure, you know, same age, same conference for a while that, uh, that you've seen around. So what has he brought maybe even specifically from Purdue, you know, coming from, from that program and what have you seen just of, of kind of the, the imprint that he's put on Penn state already? Yeah, no, Micah obviously knows the league. Well, um, I think he's probably um, a little bit more NBA feel to, to how he does stuff, yep. whether that's, you know, he has a ton of ATOs um, and those type of drops that he runs that are, you know, have a lot of NBA feel. Um, some of their concepts offensively, um, you could tell there's a lot of kind of NBA feel. They do a great job if, if they figure out a matchup that they like of kind of NBA in it and they'll keep attacking that matchup where they think they have the advantage. And so, um, you know, we got to be ready to compete against a, a pretty a pretty good offensive team um, from five spots. I think guys um, have pretty good roles and, and have good role definition and know, you know, who's getting shots, who's not, um, where they're getting shots at. And, and again, uh, unselfish team that that has been in the fight. And so I think they're going to they're going to come in there just like we are hungry and ready to, to get another win. All right. Very good. We will see you tomorrow out in State College, Coach. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. You got it. Very good. He is the head coach, Ben Johnson. For Justin Gard, I'm Mike Grimm. We appreciate you listening today. We will talk to you tomorrow from Happy Valley. It's a 5.30 tip and a 5 o'clock pregame. This has been Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson from Learfield. When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. Midland Hills Country Club is well known as one of the finest golf clubs in the Twin Cities. The club has totally renovated its classic Seth Rayner design course back to its original design. Enjoy a meticulously maintained course and experience what Midland Hills Country Club has to offer. Midland Hills is conveniently located in Roseville, just 10 minutes from either downtown. A limited number of memberships are available. The club offers a great golfing experience and a comfortable social atmosphere. Visit MidlandHillsCC.org. Sports Network from Learfield. Gopher Basketball Weekly with Ben Johnson has been brought to you by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Gopher Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.